Good evening. I'm sure with the new year almost here, um, several of us probably have New Year's resolutions, and I think that's a great thing. And to have resolutions or to have goals is a great way to try to hold ourselves accountable or try to push us to be better people, to keep moving forward. And so I think that's a great idea, and I would encourage all of us to have New Year's resolutions. You know, the hard part about resolutions or about goals is that they require us to change. And it's hard to make those changes last sometimes because as humans, we're creatures of habit. We get used to doing things the same ways. And introducing any kind of change into our lives can be difficult. And I would encourage you for 2013, not just to have normal everyday goals, but also to have spiritual goals for this upcoming year. Because the Bible, more than any other book or any other source or person or entity, asks us to change and encourages us to change and helps us to change and shows us how to. And it's a book that wants to change us if we will let it. And it reminds me of a verse that David Shannon talked about a couple Sundays ago on Sunday morning, Romans 6:17, And I want us just to go back there and, and take a look at that uh, in view of this year and of this fresh start that we will have with a new year to, to truly want to change ourselves and to want to let the word change us. And Romans chapter 6, verse 17 says, But God be thanked that though you were slaves of sin, yet you obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine to which you were delivered. And if you were there a couple Sundays ago, and if you remember, we noted how, how different that wording is. It doesn't say the form of doctrine that was delivered to you. It says you were delivered to the form of doctrine. And how those words, the form of doctrine, uh, use this imagery like a cookie cutter or, or like something that stamps down, that changes the thing that it comes into contact with. And how we can't have the gospel come to us on our terms, we come to it. And it's the same way with New Year's resolutions. Uh, if I make a resolution to run a marathon, I have to train and I have to run the marathon. I can't sit back and let the marathon run me. I have to do what it is that I've decided to do. And in the same way, we give the gospel respect and we allow its power to work on us when we come to it on its terms. And when we come to the Bible and, and don't just pay attention to the things that we've already got down, but also to the parts that we wish weren't in there or to the parts that we haven't been doing a good job at lately. And I just flipped through the New Testament and wrote down a few teachings that I saw that I think we might struggle with. Some of us, some of them I might struggle with, some of us someone here might struggle with. And whatever it is, I want us this year to be serious about letting God's word change us in whatever ways that it's asking us to change. Some of the things I saw, we were warned against being hateful towards others. And just this morning, we talked about forgiving others. Uh, we're, we're warned about lusting after others and looking at others in order to lust after them. We're warned about taking vengeance against others. We're warned against practicing righteousness to be seen by others. We're told not to worry, but to trust that God will take care of us. Uh, we're warned about judging others hypocritically. Um, we're, con we're told in James to confess our sins one to another and to pray for one another. And Ephesians 5 and 4 tells us to abstain from filthiness, foolish talking, and coarse jesting. 
In other words, the Bible was saying, don't tell dirty jokes that you wouldn't tell if Jesus was there. Don't talk about things in an inappropriate way. Maybe don't watch movies that you wouldn't watch if Jesus wasn't there with you. Or don't listen to music that you wouldn't listen to if Jesus was there with you. And in the Gospels, we see Jesus giving the Great Commission. And I wonder how many of us, and certainly myself included, I don't think I could look back on this year and say, you know, I did a good job this year fulfilling the Great Commission. I think that's something that some of us can work on, is carrying the gospel everywhere we go and really wanting to share it with others and being serious about actually making disciples when we have the opportunity to do that and, and being so willing to share the gospel with others. In 1 Corinthians 11, we're warned about creating these uh, dividing factions, maybe just cliques that we get into in the church so that others don't feel as welcome because we're all talking to each other. Um, In Ephesians 5, we see um, instructions on how wives are supposed to interact with their husbands and husbands with wives, and we see parents with children and children with parents. And there's so many things that the Bible tells us that maybe I struggle with one and you struggle with another. I think there's something in there for all of us that we can come to it on its terms, accept what the Bible says, and get serious about letting the Bible change us and ask God to give you that power. You don't have the power in yourself to change, but you ask him to do so. And let it be true of you what's said in Romans chapter 12 and verse two. It says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed or changed by the renewing of your mind. Do you may prove what is that good and perfect and acceptable will of God. And doing that requires trust in God. It requires you to do things that you've never done before. Uh, it may require you to take a hit to your pride, or it may require you some discomfort in facing up to something that you've known you needed to face up to for a while. Whatever it may be, I know there is opposition in our lives to change because we live out of habit and um, we go day to day assuming that everything's fine and maybe not paying much attention to the parts of God's word that ask us to change. But the fruit of godly living is peace and joy in our lives for ourselves and for all those who are willing to walk with us in God's way. And and it's that way for today and for eternity if we can align ourselves with him. So I just wanna extend the invitation to you today that if anyone wants to commit their lives to God and wants to make that decision to be baptized into Christ for the remission of your sins, we can help you with that tonight. Or if there's any change that you are ready to make and that you want this congregation to help you, If we can help you in any way, you can come as we stand and sing.